Hey everybody, producer Dave here. Thanks for checking out the podcast release of the Plex this week. Anytime there's five Sundays in a month, the last Sunday of that month, we give out the member show for free. If you go to patreon.com slash echoplex, you'll find the show from March 31st, 2019, and it's a freebie. You can download the whole thing straight off of IceCast too. And while you're there, consider supporting the show. Also join our chat room at discord.me slash echoplex. Thanks everybody.
Hello, everybody. It is 8 o'clock. It's time to hit the docket. You're listening to The Plex. We do this show live starting at 7 o'clock every Sunday Pacific time at 10, 9 and on into red light. I'm the media wench and I'm introducing the show this evening. I'm on the blue mic. You can find me on the contact page, <laughs> ecoplexmedia.com, which is also where you can find our Discord, our Patreon, our uh, Cash App, our WhatsApp, our Twitters, our Instagrams. We're not on WhatsApp yet, but I feel like I feel like we can do that. Maybe. If it's good enough for the son-in-law of the President of the United States, it's good enough for us. <laughs> Dude, getting getting cucked by your father-in-law is the weirdest thing that could ever happen. I'm producer Dave. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, just I don't know whatever. Follow follow like find Echoplex Media on Twitter, and then you'll find all of us there. And you can find me um, I don't know, on Grinder. <laughs> yeah, what's up? This is the councilman. You can find me at the underscore councilman online and stuff i'm turning the voicemail on so i'm no longer on the phones but i am on the red mic which means i'm hot to trot and i'm gonna pass it over to my wife you're stupid <laughs> and that proves that she's my wife actually that's an ad hominem attack <laughs> you're taking you out of context this is the good wife you can find me at eplex good wife on the tweet box you won't find me in bed with the councilman. Ooh. At least not tonight. There's a there's a there's a nice comfy bed in the other room if you need to crash out. On have, it. It's okay, we have a spare womb. <laughs> oh. And I'm now gonna pass it over to my dear friend to my left hand side. Thank you, thank you. I am Jerry Monster. You can find me at Jerry Monster on Twitter and on Instagram and not on Facebook. So you just find me. I'm a hundred foot tall and invisible, so that'll be hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, though? I think it's time. I think it's time to give the people what they want, dude. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. I don't hate the cops. Oh, when the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch if you don't stop throwing your rocks. Snap, crackle, pop is the sound of a taser. Your body drops. Donate the cops. Donate the cops. Donate the cops. Donate the cops. Thank your local police. Cause they don't do nothing wrong. Thank your local police. Got rid of the corruption and the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops
if you didn't hate the cops Because they don't do nothing wrong Don't hate the cops You can't blame them for just doing their job Don't hate the cops Well, you gotta wonder how much would it cost For you to be shot at and stabbed at by maniacs and drunks Don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops It's time to hit the docket, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Plex. Uh, we're just going to get right into it. There was, I believe this happened in San Mateo, somewhere up on the peninsula. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this story, I mean, I don't really need to give it an intro. That's why we have the local news. This is out of the peninsula where a man there is caught on camera apparently stealing underwear. Yes, underwear during an open house. NBC Barry's Laura Sambal joins us live from San Mateo. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond weird, Jess. The homeowner tells me when he put his house up for sale, he put a camera inside the house just to monitor traffic flow. He says he never expected to see anything like this. Watch as the realtor goes outside, leaving the potential home buyer alone. The buyer walks out of frame, then comes back, stuffing something inside his jacket. He then goes into another area and comes back with an even bigger bulge in his jacket. The homeowner, who does not want to be identified, believes the man stole his wife's undergarments. He did a TP for his bunghole. <laughs> he came back with an even bigger bulge. Pulled a fucking Polly Walnuts. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, so who hasn't gone in an open house and tried on another woman's lingerie while they were there? Um, I don't know. Good oh, wife. Is that a rhetorical question? Good I, wife, I'm asking oh. is, as I don't know if you like lingerie or not, but would it occur to you to um, take a look at uh, someone's bras or anything if you were like at an open house looking at a house? My friend, you are making a categorical error here. As usual. As per usual. You you assume that this is a normal person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the kind of person who can like... This re- is the kind of person who I used to, when I was a rape crisis counselor, would get phone calls from repeat callers who would like, you know, call to be like, oh, I have all the problem. And then start talking. They called him the panties man. He would call all the time. Yeah, I could, I could see myself stealing some, like, chocolates or something, you know. <laughs> like, like, if there's a beer in the fridge and you a drink beer, it, like, yeah. you maybe shouldn't do that, but that's not weird. Yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, I, like, uh, it's just a dickhead. I'm not going to mess with people's private things. That's just not cool. Like, the beer is on limits as far as I'm concerned. I had asked Little Ritz <laughs> what, the, uh, what the weirdest thing has ever happened at an open house. She's been in real estate for 30 fucking years here in the Bay Area and up north in fucking state of Jefferson. And I'm sure some weird shit has gone down. I've never thought to ask her, but I will now. Little Ritz, if you're listening, give us a call during red light we have a lot to cover but we'll make time for you here's the next clip the overall cost minimal but invasion of privacy priceless i'm shocked i mean uh obviously i know um there's people out there like this but uh when it comes to your own home you feel a little vulnerable the homeowner says he's sharing his story to help other sellers lesson number one talk with your realtor about not letting potential buyers roam through your home alone. I think that was a mistake on their part, uh, obviously, and uh, I've let them know that we've, we've talked to them since then. Police are hoping someone will recognize this guy and contact them. 
he is a person of interest in a theft case. We want to get him identified. We want the, the public's help to get him identified. The realtor declined to talk on camera, but tells me he's been doing this for 32 years and nothing like this has ever happened before. Bullshit. He says he left the guy in the house alone because many times people do not like a realtor hovering over them. Reporting live from San Mateo, Laura Samble, NBC Bay Area News. How many people between 30 years ago and now have put a camera up in their house during an open house? Ding, 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 okay, ding, ding, ding. Okay, so we have a, a very ding, limited ding, ding, ding. pool of data to pull from <laughs> to find out whether or not this is uh, something that's happened before. <laughs> because I fucking guarantee you it has. Well, that's, yeah, that's, it's... It's just the first time it was caught on camera. People might have had security cameras in really expensive houses like in the 80s, right? But now, I could put fucking... Fuck, man, this room's like all camered up. Anyone could have it. Anyone could have it. It could be at any house. And God, why would you you even like... God, because you you have to really have a perversion of some sort of uh, addiction to, you know... Just try Again, it Again with place. the categorical error. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not a normal person, obviously. I get that. But it's it. I, I do love that you should probably talk to a realtor about not letting people wander randomly through your house. Hey, yeah, hey, especially if you're still living there. That'd no, be the, cool. The, the, realtors, the realtor's point was reasonable because most people don't do like pervy shit like this. And maybe you don't want the realtor. It's like a, it's like a sales situation almost. Right. But maybe the realtor shouldn't follow. Maybe the realtor should give you your space but not let you be in a room unobserved. Like this is not hard, right? If you were coming, you're like, oh, um, you know, I'd like to move into this apartment. Yeah. I'm not going to stand fucking four feet away from you the whole time. Right. And this is the master bedroom. And you let them in and you sort of stand there in the doorway while they check out the master bedroom. And this is the master bathroom. Right. But you don't you don't have to be up there. This realtor, the video showed uh, I didn't put this in red light because there's too much good stuff in red light. He was alone is, for a long ass time. Just chilling. Well, the realtor walked out front and that's like, OK, like maybe not following them around. But leaving the house, I feel like yeah. it's kind of irresponsible as a realtor. Mind you, this uh, this was over like on the peninsula. I think it was in San Mateo. Yeah. And the kind of person that is going around looking at houses in San Mateo. Oh, no. Rich people are totally perverts. Yeah. Ask they're the way more people. Yeah. They're way more perverted. <laughs> also, you know, Entitled. I have to say, like, you know, well, when I mean, I kind of understand what the realtor is saying, but I also don't understand because. As someone who has gone to open houses, I mean, don't you want to ask a lot of questions? Don't you want to be available on hand? You don't have to hover. Right. But, like, you should be right there. So do you think you, the, the realtor kind of posed a false choice where it was like, I don't want to be all up in somebody's business, but he was not not understanding that, like, going out the front door and, I don't know, maybe calling well, your well, wife or maybe he was jacking off to somebody were there else's other, underwear. Were there other potential buyers there, too? No, because no, no. no? It was, or because, at least not in the video that we saw. Right. Like at least uh, maybe 90, 90 to 120 days from now, like we won't have to be talking about the video because it'll just be up. But <laughs> It looked like a very tepid open house. Like, he was, de- he definitely had his, had his time. Yeah, because... I was going to say, in a, and also in a realtor defense, sometimes you have like, if you got a real hot listing and you're having an open house on the weekend and you have like 25, 30 people running through the house all at once, 
than with their kids and and you know their fucking best well, friend and their sister-in-law and if it was if it was a call from another buyer that realtor if they're a smart business person and a smart marketer would take that call right, while right. they were hovering over that person being like oh yeah the house is still available i have somebody coming to look at it would you like to come now mm-hmm. i'm here now that's right yeah. if, if you get the docket my friends uh out there just just check out the video and watch the guy like if i was the realtor, I would have been suspicious. <laughs> this guy, he's he's got a windbreaker That's on, and he's he's like, it's kind of it is kind of bulging. Uh, <laughs> and he acts even without the audio. You can tell he's acting very well. Yeah, look at the crown molding. Yeah, look at that. That's amazing. Okay, well, I'm gonna take off now, and uh, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Listen, maybe there's a maybe you know. Nah, fuck this. We're not in red light. I'm going to move on. So check this out. This next story is everything. We usually don't have a local story with four clips. And to be fair, this is not that local. It would take us eight hours to drive there. And we have talked about the possibility of taking the eight hours to drive there, but not. I can do it in six. See, this is what I'm saying. It's California, baby. (laughs) Still in California. How you feel, whoop-de-whoop, Inglewood. Yeah, Micah, it's not often that we see a suspect drive a Bentley into a crime scene, but that's the case here in Inglewood tonight. We don't know if this gentleman was actually part of the church or maybe an outsider who simply had an axe to grind. He's described to us only as an Asian male wearing a hoodie. And we still don't know how those two police officers got wounded if, in fact, the suspect was wielding a sword. See, I told you this story is everything. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, everybody, look alive and pay attention. This is an Asian male wearing a hoodie, brandishing a sword in Inglewood. <laughs> there's any chance this show is ever going to win a Pulitzer? It's going to be for our coverage oh of gosh. this incident, for sure. <laughs> Mayor Bucks, what has become of your city? All right, so here, I know it doesn't make any fucking sense right now, and that's the wonderful thing about this story is it doesn't make any sense, and I don't feel like we're under any obligation to make sense of it. Great. It was about 3.30 this afternoon. A man driving this cream-colored Bentley pulled up in front of the Church of Scientology here on Market Street in Inglewood. He took out a samurai sword similar to this one and began threatening people in the church lobby. There could like be only one. Like I know Give us Miscavige's wife. <laughs> like I know. Give it's, her to us. Like I know it's not funny, but this is this like. Maybe he was trying to get uh, get Tom Cruise's autograph by imitating his <laughs> performance in The Last Samurai. Well, just, how'd you get your autograph of Tom, of Tom Cruise <laughs> on your samurai sword? Well, when you meet Tom Cruise and you have a samurai sword, you're not not going to get his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to, I want to send some love out there to Tony Ortega, who's doing a really good job of covering Scientology, and he was Johnny on the fucking spot with only what was true about this story Thank on his website you, sir. as it broke. So uh, much love to Tony Ortega and to the local news because I feel like. The local news didn't have to word everything the way that they're wording it. Right? All news is local, and it's really the best news of all time. Witnesses say three or four shots were fired. The suspect was transported here to UCLA Hospital, where he later died. One officer was also brought here. He was hit in the hand, another hit in the arm, but there's no mention of the suspect having a gun. Well, that's what we're trying to determine. Uh, the crime scene is still fresh. Um, there's a lot of evidence there that we have to process. There's video that we have to look at. 
I want to see the fucking video. <laughs> right, like fuck the, fuck the Alex Jones deposition. I want to see the video of, of the fucking samurai Scientologist fucking trying to save Shelly. He's like got, you know what? He can't be the good guy. He's got to be the bad guy because he rolled up in a Bentley. He's like, he's like baby bad guy of LA, like waiting for his superhero counterpart to come and kick his ass. It's probably Michael Murphy, but he's on too much meth. Yeah. It turns out that Scientology now owns that Bentley and he had no idea and that's why he showed up with the sword. Mm. He's like, I signed some weird shit. I guess you own my car now. Absolutely not. I'm coming with my samurai sword. I'm a rich guy. I got this sort samurai sword from Joe Rogan. Let's go. Circumcising Zenu today. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, this doesn't, this is like, this Inglewood up to no good. This, this is what they're talking about. This doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, this, this it, is, Inglewood suffers from being just surrounded by Los Angeles. Uh, so, it's just, <laughs> so it's just constantly getting fucked by LA. And now they're trying to come up on their own and they've got the they've got a big football stadium that they're building and they've got Scientology. The, right. And they've got the Chargers coming to town and the Rams. The and Inglewood Chargers? Yeah, the Inglewood Chargers, exactly. Hey man, up to no good. All up to no good. But they're gonna make some mad revenue, so yeah, yeah, yeah for them. That's but what, that's what that's what isn't gonna happen. Yeah. But that's gentr- a whole that's a whole different show. But gentrification is coming to Mayor mayor james t butts's town so he needs to really respond to what's going on So scientology really shouldn't be afraid of the bentley guy with the with the sword they should be afraid of the gentrification because like none of these none of the fucking hipster programmers are going to want any scientology in their neighborhood excuse me you are making a categorical error (laughs) because because the scientology people are the gentrification people no, oh. no, you can't gentrify a yes, neighborhood if they you pay you six can. cents an hour to fucking scrub the floor with a toothbrush. Nah, like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. These are the Hollywood rich fuckers. Like these are like the Scientology people who are like rich. Really up to no good. Yeah, uh, they are. They, I mean, those these people are the clutch my pearl Scientologists, oof. but also with that with that Tom Cruise money. Woo woo. Okay, well, it, in case this didn't make any fucking sense to you, the local news is going to give you more information oh, let's, about this. Let them break it down now. Police aren't saying yet if a gun belonging to the suspect has been recovered, or if the officers maybe caught each other in a crossfire or a ricochet. We don't know that yet. Uh, anything's a possibility at this point, but we're still trying to sift through the evidence to determine what actually took place. As for a motive, it's unclear if the Bentley driver is a disgruntled church member who maybe came here to settle a score, or just an armed man who decided to terrorize these church members. And back out here live, the Church of Scientology released a statement tonight saying, we thank the Inglewood Police Department for their rapid response in protecting our parishioners and staff members. These officers are doing a heroic job protecting the community and keeping houses of worship safe against hate crimes. No, 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 no. Safe from hate crimes, baby. No, no, no. Safe from hate crimes. No, no. Mayor Butts elected to a third term, saving people from hate crimes. Shut your fucking mouth. More on this concept during red light. (laughs) Mayor Butts? Mayor of James T. Butts? Media Wench. Was it something from earlier, or do you want to talk about the the hate crime at the end and how it, like, sort of. Oh, okay. I okay. The triggered. hate crime thing is a completely different. That's okay. So that's that that's a whole other fucking we'll, we'll suitcase that, we'll, we'll unpack in a second. Uh, but I'm just gonna say supervillain confirmed because it's like he's he's yeah ricochet. You know he's fucking fatinging bullets off of his katana like bing 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 bing. So it's like. I mean, if you if you got to go to he's going there go, to settle a score. He's got a Bentley. He's like don't go after Scientology unless you're the best. Yeah. Right. If you're Asian Deadpool. Asian Deadpool. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm sensing some follow-up needed on down ballot just from what I'm reading up on Inglewood here and some background information. So, yeah, there's Oh, and red light. This, this this is what I'm telling you is this is everything. This is California. This is Scientology. This is a dude with a fucking sword. He's driving a Bentley. We don't we like shit on rich people. And it's probably in Inglewood where Michael Murphy lives. Yeah. It's probably a really good sword, too. I'm just telling you, this is this story. If we were, if we ever win a Pulitzer Prize, it's, it's going to be for our long-term coverage of this story of this going story. forward. Have you ever heard of Mark Little? Mark with an M-A-R-C. No. Yes. Be prepared. This will be coming up on Town Ballot. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. That's Stephen Bullivant. Is there another clip okay. of this? Or are we moving on? We're going to move on, and it's going to be to Laura Ingram. I mean, but really. <laughs> Haven't we fired this bitch? No, we fired. Uh, we we fired, fired Kevin Swanson the first time he came back after talking that crazy. Yeah, we fired Kevin Swanson last week. A uh, good wife. You, I mean, you're here. <laughs> Laura Ingram may need to be fired. Let's see how it goes. You may fire her guest instead, or you may just laugh because this 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 clip would have been in red light if it wasn't Laura Ingram. Her voice sounds like a horse ran through it. I think that the trans people have taken it one step further. Because by abandoning gender altogether, not simply yeah. rewriting it, um, they're basically trying to use social engineering to create a new species, which is, which is <laughs> what, in fact, the transhumanists have been doing for the past half century, using medical and other technologies to develop a new species. Mm. So the goal is really quite radical. It's not that we're not talking about people who... Stop. So the goal is really quite radical. It's not that we're not talking about people who want to simply um, do a bit of uh, reform here and there, uh, add a new category. Um, they want... They want, they must, in fact, destroy whatever is in order to replace it with what they think should be. Can I just say, I am so grateful for the fact that we have all these people who make our roadmaps for us, because now that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to social engineer the fuck out of everything. From we've a trans perspective. Yes. From a trans. Yes. We've tried that. We, uh, no, we we've done we've definitely done some social engineering projects and ha- kind of had them blow up a little bit. But we've I mean we've made we're some pretty, mistakes. We're pretty good at it. Echoplex Media. We've made some mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> we've made a few <laughs> mistakes. We've made a few. Indeed, just so a few. Not, so, we're not even gonna go ahead. Well, I mean, the idea that trans people would be trying to use medical procedures and stuff to change things—that doesn't. Just no, no, no. To create a new, like, non-human species. This is some fucking... This is some, like... When did Laura Ingram want to start trying to be coast-to-coast? This is and some her own hype co- man. So this is some way more racist-ass coast-to-coast shit, right? Because that's... But, like... Oh, there's a way in which this is probably our fault. Mm. But the whole world, it's, it's going this direction. Like, mm. the... <laughs> this stuff... This would have been, like, red light, like, two years mm. ago. For sure, if the guy was talking about trans people turning us into like fucking i don't know no we were still fighting over bathrooms now it's like they want to be an alien race and take over the fucking (laughs) 
take over America. They're well, gonna steal your guns and kill all your babies. They took our cocks. You know what? They're gonna, at take, least, they're gonna take. They're gonna take all of the dicks. At least we won on the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively and literally. No, man. we won on the bathrooms. We got the so, triangle bathrooms. So they can they can go on the alien shit. We don't need to address the alien shit because we won on the thing that's real, which is the bathroom. I peed in the sink in a triangle bathroom today. It felt really good. <laughs> <laughs> all right fuck this shit we're gonna move on so we're gonna we're gonna skip ahead a little bit because because we're uh, yeah we're gonna have, we're gonna have it. to, it's fucking it's okay. lightning round okay well there's just so much alex jones can we just like do a, a lightning round <laughs> alex jones round? just like play all the alex jones clips in a row and no 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 check it out check it out i'm gonna skip one of the alex jones stories Frogs. so we're gonna do uh this is in fucking infuriating but if i had to pick one i had to pick the one that wasn't the bar memo so alex jones is going to talk about the parent of a sandy hook victim who committed suicide imagine i'm on a four minute break i'm in there talking to him about posting the joe rogan interview that we're going to air coming up timfowars.com from last week he would have been live in studio but his plane was late it's powerful and they go hey have you heard about this this poor sandy hook father found dead they're not sure if it's suicide or what and i'm just stepping back looking at this shot himself in front of the town hall I mean, how do I get a fair trial with stuff like this? You're not on trial. I've never said this guy's name. Never said his name until now. And we're obviously, first it's, we don't know he's got gunshot wounds or whatever. Now it's, well, apparent suicide. I mean, is there going to be a police investigation? Are they going to look at the surveillance cameras? I mean, what happened to this guy? <laughs> this whole Sandy Hook thing is like really getting even crazier. The way the media has been on this since day one is what made people suspicious. And then that way it's a clear and present issue. Like, Roku, take him off. He's doing it now. Or NPR, he won't stop. We just ask him to stop, but he won't. It's why we have to do it. It's why we have to get rid of the First Amendment. She has to smoke something. You are a motherfucking unpunched Nazi, and I nominate to fucking fire Alex Jones. And let me tell you why. The word Sandy Hook should never leave your fucking mouth again. The words Sandy Hook should never be in his mouth because he is a piece of shit. That is, he is not dignified to even say the words Sandy Hook because he's a motherfucker piece of shit who should, it's not about you asshat. It's not about you and all you care about is how it's a fucking affecting you when somebody literally could not deal with the fact that someone came in and killed their fucking seven-year-old and you piece of shit act like it didn't happen because you're, you're a piece of shit you, you you don't understand this was one of the parents part of the part of the lawsuit against alex jones and alex jones i understand an, perfectly an, anti-propaganda in them in this way this is I understand that perfectly. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that he can go fuck himself you know what, all you the can, way off. I'm I'm inclined, if you can get a few people in the chat room on board with you to fire Alex Jones, I'm inclined to fire Alex, Alex Jones. Because uh, we got the we got the clips of his deposition this evening, and uh, maybe we'll bring him back as soon as he's like a complete mess and can't even broadcast from his studio and can only broadcast from We've got from some his, Fink, oh, Sammy. Really? Allie Drew. There, oh, okay, you know what? Wait, wait, I'm waiting to see. Oh, wait, uh, Fink says, go stand under a falling piano, you fucking fuck. Okay, so I think that's a yes, that's a fire Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, Allie Drew says, Fink, don't dirty the piano. 
So would this be an absolute firing or a relegation to the red light? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Is this like a or, or is this like a Tucker Carlson firing where it's like we're not going to actively seek you out, but we're, we got our eye on you? I mean, like next time somebody sends us a video, we have to play it, obviously. Oh, so it's like a listener subscription, a listener submission only. Alex yeah, Jones. opt in. Yeah, yeah it's opt in. Like if the listeners drop it in one of the groups or email it to us, then or whatever. okay, fine. But we shouldn't. And be then able by to. committee, we have to approve it. By committee, we must approve. It. <laughs> All in favor. Aye. Aye. <laughs> fucking democracy in action that's the only time you're ever going to see that around here i'm sorry here's here's the next clip of this i believe people died there but undoubtedly the democratic party the media these law firms are using this to try to end the first amendment something democrats openly want right now i mean a bunch of the articles say his name alex jones and jeremy richmond sandy hook dad kills himself as the defamation suit continues and then it just goes on an article after article with my face on the front and my name with his death we have no idea whether he was even murdered at this point why would some anti-gun guy do this this is this is really sad uh, my my prayers go out to, the, to him and his family no. and uh, we wish for uh, the truth of whatever really happened here to come out no. we don't know yet and we'll see the corporate media say outrageous lies but it's what they do and look the good news of no collusion the good news that I'm not a Russian agent comes out, and now this happens right on time. Just, just amazing. And he's one of many people suing me. I've never said his name. I have now, and you know my prayers again for him and for his family. Even the Russians look at him and go, "No, no, he's no. too fucking crazy for us." The fucking no. fucking Alex Jones. No. Nobody thought Alex Jones was a fucking Russian agent, except for like some some lady who's fucking hashtag resistance with seventeen point one k followers and puts pictures of her puppy up, and maybe her name's even Karen. He's like hitching himself up to Roger Stone in that instance because of all of the WikiLeaks and the Julian Assange, and then that and now, but he's under indictment for a bunch of other fucking stupid shit, and it's like all again that's a whole that's a whole that's a whole nother show but it's uh, he so desperately wants to be involved and have the big secret but then again whenever somebody says you're involved and you're a big douche he's like but was it me he was the one-armed man but i'm men all right, we're ha- or the, the armed man was it like was the, guy. the potato that talked me into it. More on a that during sword. red light. <laughs> Please have, give me my samurai sword. <laughs> so during the during the red during red light, we are going to play a little bit of the uh, Alex Jones uh, deposition, but only as it relates to uh, potato. Potato. Okay. Have you ever seen a potato get crushed by a bus? <laughs> um, are you are you implying that Alex Jones is a bus? So no, is, I'm, I'm saying that Alex Jones might throw a potato under a bus. So well, I mean, he's fat like a bus, so. <laughs> but his brain is like a potato. So that's the red meat and potatoes portion of the docket. <laughs> red meat and potatoes light. So we need a palate cleanser. This has been disgusting. Now I have a AOC, and she's going to give us a palate cleanser. Bring it. But aside from that, when we talk about uh, the concern of the environment as an elitist concern, one year ago, I was waitressing in a taco shop in downtown Manhattan. I just got health insurance for the first time a month ago. 
This is not an elitist issue. This is a quality of life issue. You want to tell people that their concern and their desire for clean air and clean water is elitist? Tell that to the kids in the South Bronx, which are suffering from the highest rates of childhood asthma in the country. Tell that to the families in Flint, whose kids have their blood is ascending in, in lead levels. Their brains are damaged for the rest of their lives. Call them elitist. You're telling them that those kids are trying to get on a plane to Davos? People are dying. They are dying. And the response across the other side of the aisle is to introduce an amendment five minutes before a hearing in a markup. Yes. 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 Like, yes. like I don't, I, my favorite thing about her is that uh, Ben Shapiro fucking wants to do the boom, the boom radio, box over, yeah. the, over his head thing for her. Get a also, but like a lot, there are some centrist Democrats who are like, oh, she's, she's too aggressive. And I'm like, good. oh, good. Then she's, she's doing the right thing. You none guys of, are listening. None of this is like ideologically far to, very far to the left as people are trying to paint her. She's just saying, look. She's being real, man. The, the environment's fucked up, especially if you're poor. And you live in a poor neighborhood. Your 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 pipes have lead in it, and there's fucking pollution. This is this is this isn't. She's not explaining rocket science to these people. She's just. I don't know. I like her. I like her so much. Yeah, I do. I like her. If too. I could interview anybody in the world right now, I would probably interview Kara Swisher, interviewing AOC. <laughs> you do a roundtable with the three of them. Ooh, it's a very hot threesome, actually. <laughs> So here's more of this palate cleanser. I just had to I had to put something good on the docket. Yeah. This is serious. This should not be a partisan issue. This is about our constituents and all of our lives. Iowa, Nebraska, broad swaths, swaths of the Midwest are drowning right now underwater. Farms, towns that will never be recovered and never come back. And we're here and, and people are more concerned about helping oil companies than helping their own families. I don't think so. I don't think so. This is about our lives. This is about American lives. And it should not be partisan. Science should not be partisan. Yeah. This, we are facing a national crisis. And if we do not ascend to that crisis, if we do not ascend to the, to, to the levels in which we were threatened at the Great Depression, when we were threatened in World War II, if we do not ascend to those levels, if we tell the American public that we are more willing to invest and bail out big banks than we are willing to invest in our farmers and our urban families, then I don't know what we're here doing. I don't know what we're here doing. Well, yes. Dude, like, I, I like her so much. Yeah. She's not, she's, she's none of these things that the right says the left is. She's just like giving you like the real and she's like, hey, these people I represent, they're having these problems What the fuck. I imagine that people that I don't represent are having these problems. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. People saying that climate change is an elitist thing. That's such a weird thing to believe that like, oh, we're rich. We care about climate change. It's just such a weird, like what, whoever was talking before her that called it an elitist concern is very bizarre. It was probably fucking Lindsey Graham or some bullshit. Well, it was certainly a Republican on the same committee or whatever committee she was presenting to. She's, she's pretty sharp, man. She's coming back. Um, giving it back full share and then the freshmen, some, all the freshmen are killing it it's, this, it's this fantastic it. like don't take any shit man just just come at them at this point who you gives know a fuck? you know what the best part about that is you can definitely be someone who takes no shit when you take don't take the money 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, very much. So. That's right, because nobody can be like, "Well, I'll take if you don't take this shit, I'm going to take the money." She didn't. Take she the money. literally <laughs> says all these things. All of these people who have, you know, oh, you're two to the left. They're basically being paid. They get money. They get contributions from this the these industries. So I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science at all. When you're like, well, I'm not going to say anything because I know where my bread is fucking buttered. Mm-hmm. Right, and the best part about it is she triggers the fuck out of the Ben Shapiro's, oh man, and the Charlie Kirks and the Cernoviches and the Molyneux and the, the just and the, the Carlson, all of our favorites. So it's and the just, Fox and Friends and Friends and Friends and, and friends dudes, and friends and friends. think about it. She's been in office for like two months. I literally, know. it's going to be beautiful watching this. And when she turns thirty-five and runs for president. It's just going to be the ultimate trigger election. Like you're going to see just people's heads exploding on the right. Like, oh gosh! And she said it herself. They asked someone asked her like, "Why do you think they're keying on you so much?" And she's like, "Well, Hillary's you know gone home and Barack Obama is retired. So unfortunately, now that we've had a palate cleanser and because somebody named him, we have Stefan Molyneux who's going yes. to talk about immigration. The left was terrified." that Trump would do something to control immigration. Now, illegal immigration is part of their strategy, but they were terrified that Trump would do something to reduce even legal immigration and do something to control illegal immigration. And so because they were terrified of that, and time is on their side, all they have to do is maintain the status quo. And within one or two election cycles, the Republican Party is dead. The, the Republic is dead. <laughs> right? So this is really important to understand. The numbers are shifting that. And time is on their side. All they have to do is maintain the status quo. And within one or two election cycles, the Republican Party is dead. The, the Republic is dead. Right? So this is really important to understand. The numbers are shifting so far in favor of the left. And this is why the left, I mean, if illegal immigrants voted for Republicans, you would, I mean, the, the left would have already built a wall visible from space, right? So they know time's on their side. All they need to do is stall. <laughs> Any Republican capacity to control immigration or reduce immigration or reverse immigration in terms of illegal immigration, right? Not necessarily deporting people, but making it so hard to hire them and and cutting off benefits and so on to the point where there's people leave of their own accord. And so because time is on their side, the Russia collusion investigation is a foundational tool to paralyze the Trump administration as more and more people come pouring into America who are going to reliably vote for the left. The Chinese built a wall that's visible from space. It didn't work either. And it's not even that tall. It's just it's really long. It's not even that tall. It's really long. <laughs> but also, uh, illegal border crossings, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see them, uh, <laughs> used to be in the millions uh, 20 years ago. And it has steadily decreased and decreased and decreased and decreased. Um, over that time to where it's in the it's in the tens of thousands now it's you know i think the spike this last month was it went up to 76,000 or something like yes. that and uh and that's considerably less than it ever has been still and it's this fear-mongering self-made emergency self-serving emergency manufactured it's a self-serving manufactured emergency it's like never let a good crisis go to waste especially if you created it in your mind and the minds of others all by yourself at a whole cloth right but unfortunately (laughs) in this 
fucking situation where you have orange dick bag who has these delusions and then he has all these stupid ass people that work with him and around him who are like was he serious i don't know was he serious i don't know what do you think he was serious and then they go "Mm, we better treat it as if he was serious and then they go off and they do things and like babies end up in cages and it's all bad so golf and then he goes and plays golf at mar-a-lago and you know it's it's all it's He's turned this country into a reality show. And it's amazing how people and so many people think that it's okay. That nothing, everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Well, what what's going on is that, that Stefan Molyneux is the intellectual firepower essentially behind the Trump movement. He was saying all this shit before Donald Trump was saying it, right? He was just saying it in this sort of fake smart people way. Right. Like but that's, also, that's why we, that like, that's that's like what's going on here is like if you look below the surface like of what's going on you see dudes like stefan molyneux you see sargon of akkad you see kind of all these you know like all those pepe people they didn't come from nowhere they no came i know from these I, communities i would also uh wager that he's pro- like alex jones he's one of those people that benefited from from the fbrs and all those fucking parties and everything where and that's how he ended up getting a platform was just getting that just getting that uh that megaphone that manufactured megaphone of of bots and fucking all kinds of you know well stefan molyneux like was first a sort of anarchist libertarian guy uh, he debated sam cedar when he was an anarchist libertarian guy i don't know six months later eight months later gamergate happened or whatever and then all of a sudden he was a men's rights guy and he like mm-hmm. hated women and uh, maybe he that sort of ran its course or maybe the venn diagram started to come together a little bit more right, right between the gamers and the and he, oh he was always into uh rationality and skepticism and it just so happens that at a certain point like sam uh, sam harris and uh uh, fucking Michael Shermer and all the fucking famous atheists decided, well, well we're just going to be like uh, cozy with the white supremacists too. And then so Stefan Molyneux piled into there, but he was like, he, it's not like, yeah, he didn't come out of nowhere. He had a big following before and he kind of took people from like anarcho capitalism and libertarianism through like the men's rights movement and into uh, full on white supremacy. And, uh, but he's like an example of like what happened. You can like draw a straight line from like men's rights activism to Gamergate to, the alt-right to this full-on like kind of white supremacist thing that's going on and stefan molyneux while he doesn't have a super huge platform he like rode that wave yeah and like that's like sort of crazy and uh we can never fire stefan molyneux well no if we want to pulse he has such a high iq how can you fire someone with such a high iq right he would just find crafty ways to get back on the docket Sir, Thank not you an for argument, bringing sir. It back. Not an argument. So somebody collected, like Stefan Mullen, you said, "Oh, people keep saying the same thing over and over again when they respond to me." And then some dude responded to him with like fucking screenshot after screenshot after screenshot after screenshot of Stefan Molyneux being on not an argument. And they were all like different times, different days, even <laughs> like different ways that Twitter looked. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Very nice. So I'm sorry that Stefan Molyneux exists, and I'm sorry that we played that. It didn't really outrage everybody as much as I'd thought or hoped it would well that's cool we still have Liz Grogan that's just because <laughs> oh do you guys <laughs> I was sorry gonna do Mark we're saving Ta- the good wife saving herself for Liz Crokin I, I was gonna do Mark I'm Taylor I'm sorry next. wait I'm sorry yeah you're definitely sitting <laughs> on the couch tonight so do you want Liz Crokin or Mark Taylor I kind of feel like you? I want Mark Taylor because how dare I feel, you make me choose I feel like we bonded over Mark Taylor and he's gonna we can s- do Mark Taylor we have time for Liz together Cro- we have time for Liz Crokin after this
I just tweeted out something today no. where the evangelical leaders will come against the president to try to stop him from issuing justice. And what they don't understand, and this will be a red flag for people, that if these evangelicals do this, they're not on heaven's agenda. They're not on heaven's frequency right now, period. They're on Satan's frequency because I have been warning. God has been showing me for like over a year and a half now. He's been showing me on heaven's frequency right now. On heaven's agenda. They're not on heaven's frequency right now, period. They're on Satan's frequency because I have been warning. God has been showing me for like over a year and a half now. He's been showing me that Jezebel is part of the uh, president's spiritual advisor board. She, that spirit is operating on that board. That there was a decision. I didn't quite know what the decision was at the time when I was saying this, when I went public with it, that there would be a decision that the president has to make, and they will go against him, basically. make it. it they'll say, well, it, it, that's not godly. It doesn't sound godly. It tastes godly or smell godly, when in fact, they'll try to sway the president in the wrong direction, basically, because they'll say it's not godly, but in fact, God is in it. This is God's justice on the earth right now. It will be fulfilled. Nothing will stop what is coming right now. But these evangelical leaders will make it sound like that, oh, no, you're not doing God's work. We need to get along. We just need to, to just move forward with all of this stuff. You know, let the past be the past, and let's move forward. Kumbaya. No, you don't understand this, guys. You don't understand this, guys. I understand this perfectly. <clears throat> the frequencies. The frequencies. The frequencies. Well, he, okay, so there's a Satan's frequency. And there's a heavenly frequency. And is it AM or FM? I'm, I mean, <laughs> is, is it a podcast? Do we, do we I mean, maybe the, it's our frequency. We have tune in uh, on CB radio. Yes, ham radio. Now, what is he talking about, evangelicals? We would be Satan's frequency. I'm offended no, like, because like we would be Christians. Satan's frequency. Like the ones that run around and like have their own shows and stuff okay, and grab so, you by the head and just like shake it really hard, throw you on the ground. So evangelical is a word that means like how we tell people about Linux, right? We are evangelical about Linux. But in the when we're talking about Christianity, evangelical is this sort of like George W. Bush, they George W. Bush harnessed them first. They're these sort of they definitely don't like gay people. <laughs> they definitely like guns. They like guns. Yeah, he wasn't they the first, abortions. though. I mean, Pat Buchanan, when he ran the for president majority, in the yeah. Southern strategy, it's all the same. Yeah. Oh, like the uh, Baptist church, those one guys that were, I think. Uh, I think evangelicals is a word that they use because they can't say, like, potential terrorist on TV. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to say. My uh, mom and abortion clinic. <laughs> American ISIS. Like, they don't want to say fucking. Like, that's what I'm saying is, like, this would be like the, if they were reporting on, um something that was happening in the middle east this would be the the faction that they would shit on saying causing all the problems it's just that they're white and they live in america yeah exactly if these were like if these were brown people from a country that ended in a stand they would be like these are terrorists but these are like white terrorists <laughs> apparently they have them in australia too who go and these guys are just travel named stand. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying is like <laughs> like the the yeah that's ex when they say evangelicals, they don't mean that evangelical in the way that we're taught. Extremists. I, they, they mean extremists. They mean extremists. If Christian evangelicals. Christian extremists. That's what they mean. They just can't say extremists. Starts with the same letter. Fucking political. <laughs> the pe same people that hate political correctness are like, we'll use this. What's the difference? Yep. <laughs> Christian extremists. Got it. 
And Mark Taylor is, in fact, a potential like abortion clinic bomber or something. I'm going to go on the record. Potential. Here. I mean, I'm guaranteeing. I get. I give it. <laughs> He's just done it twice. I'm yeah. going to tell. I'm going to tell Juan Maserati to stop using evangelicals and to have him start saying Christian extremists. extremists. Juan Maserati will pick that up. Is Juan Maserati still hanging out in the chat room? No. <laughs> Juan Maserati, we've come up with a new term for Dr. Robert Lopez: Christian extremists. Justice is here. We've been praying for this for decades, including those that have gone before us. But we are the ones that get to see this. And if and I'm going to issue a warning here: if you don't have a stomach for justice, you better get one quick, <laughs> and you better get red filled quick because Indian there will be suicides, which we all know are coming. We've already had some. There will be uh, people imprisoned for life for treason, and there will be those that will be executed for treason. So justice is coming. It's already here. It's already here right now. It's, it's, it's fixing to be served out on a massive scale. I have a stomach for justice if it uh, means that people who have committed harmless end user treason will not be judged too harshly. Harmless end user treason. Harmless end user treason by Christian extremists. <laughs> <laughs> A book by Stefan Molyneux. <laughs> yeah. Told in 20 volumes. All right, are you ready to get your mind fucking blown by Liz Crokin? God. <laughs> Even if I'm going to want to put a gun to my head after listening to this. The question that I would pose to anyone that Who? has criticized me and has name called me mm-hmm. and we're here try to (laughs) claim that pizzagate is fake Mm -hmm. now that you know that the mainstream media has been lying to you for two years about the russian collusion hoax don't you think that there's a chance that just maybe they're also lying to you about pizzagate (laughs) it's like hello people put two and two together no. Bitch, no, no, check this out. I, I, uh, before everybody jumps no. in here, one thing could be true or not true, and that doesn't really mean that another thing is true or not true. Like, the thing that she said before could have been true that the media was lying to you about one, one such and such or one thing, right? Right. But then you would never be able to trust anybody because sometimes people get things wrong, and then now we can't trust anybody. So that doesn't mean that Pizzagate is true. Like the building that Pizzagate supposedly happened in does not have a basement. There was no basement. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, a few floors down. The fact from the that basement. people are still beating this dead horse just makes me want to just punch somebody. Well, Liz Crokin may or may not be an unpunched Nazi. Uh, she is un- ind- indeed an unpunched Nazi. She's going to be an open hand slap fucking Nazi here pretty oh soon. Oh my god, that's even worse. The, the open, Shh. the un. No, it's just the open hand slap. We need the audio for that. It's, it's the OHS Nazi. It's the OHS Nazi. It's the open hand slap Nazi. It's like you a bitch and I wouldn't what feel. Bap? You might be a Nazi, but you a bitch and I just wouldn't feel right hitting you close with a closed fist. <laughs> I don't want to break a bitch. Jordan, just, Jordan Peterson, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they gave his uh, his academic his uh, scholarship to a, a lobster. All right, so uh, do you guys know who the praying medic is? No, I'm I not feel like you're gonna tell us. We're, no, I don't even know who he is either. He's okay. on this guy Bill Mitchell's show. We've had Bill Mitchell like on yeah, the docket before, but, for, yeah, sure. But it's usually in the context of him introduce interviewing somebody else crazier than him. So, really, Bill Mitchell, if you want to be the subject of any segment on this show, you're gonna have to up your game. He's a vehicle <laughs> to other crazy. 
you may want to be careful with what you say and what you do because Hugh put somebody on the radar yesterday. Yeah. And somebody with, you, don't, somebody you probably unnamed. don't want 10,000 Amons <laughs> from 8chan digging through yeah. your personal life. Right. And, I'm, and this is not a threat in any way, shape, or form. I'm just letting you know, I was shocked yesterday when Hugh went after and kind of exposed um, a mutual uh, group of people who don't like us very much. We're you not and fans I. of. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but we don't mention actually, them because we don't want to give them the airplay, but yeah. I, yeah, I actually had a dream about that ourselves. before it yeah, happened. On Friday cool. night, I had this dream, and I posted about it on Twitter, and people flipped out. They were like, what is... Praying Medic's accountant has been comped. That's not him. He doesn't write like that. Well, I didn't realize. I was talking about a dream where I saw Brendan Dilley and Q going after uh, our mutual enemies. This is some Madison Star Moon shit, right? Yeah, yeah. this is like Amanda having a con- uh, a conference call on Blog Talk Radio, hoping the shills will call in so then they can hang up on them and then talk shit about him afterwards. Was he in his car? or? Oh. <laughs> was anyone in a vehicle when they're driving? <laughs> I don't know. The one guy sounded like he was in his bathroom. That's sort of like the first, the first question, right? The FAQ of uh, is this Madison Star Moon esque? Was she in the car? Is it in the car? Yeah. <laughs> Can you see the dashboard? Were you at least the passenger? Like at least, like Dan Bedondi is smarter than Madison Star Moon because he was always the passenger, or his license has been suspended. Were they at the Home Depot? Or did they leave the notifications on? Is, is the it audio really shit? the Home? Depot. It's the Home Depot. It's the Home Depot. And now that Trump has been vindicated, it's a great there is going to be a change of posture. You can see Trump's change of posture. Trump Much is not aggressive. apologetic anymore, and he never really was a lot apologetic, but he is now got his enemies in his crosshairs. They have had him in their sights for two years, and the hunter is now the hunted. The people that have been writing hit pieces about us, criticizing us, <laughs> calling us conspiracy theorists, calling us fools, those people are about to have their corruption exposed. Nope. So I'm just letting people know, uh, you're going to see, I think, a bit more of a aggressive stance on the side of people who have been taking this crap for a long time. They're not going to take it anymore. I, I know I know that you said you didn't want to get into this, but I feel like a... a, a, a a public service, just just a very short statement. Just because the boss of the crime family mm-hmm. is very difficult to charge because they do a very good job of keeping themselves out of the loop mm-hmm. uh, does not mean that he is not the orchestrator of, of situations falling in a certain way so that the outcome is beneficial to them. Sure. Uh, you know but what do you what do you but what do you really think about QAnon? <laughs> I think that's Q, what they're talking about. I think QAnon was a well laid troll. I oh, think that was a well placed trolling. Yeah, it, it, it was, still is. It's just some dude, right? Yeah, or some lady. Even. It's like the clown thing. It's like the you know. It's I'll, I'll always come back to the clowns because that's probably one of the best examples that I've seen of trolling. viral hey, trolling. Can you drink. Well, this oh. is this is to me is sort of like trump's version of the 350 or 400 pound person or whatever is sitting in their you know grandma's basement no that's just trump he he ain't no he is he he is that person what they've done what they've done what Barr has done is like relieved 
Trump of enough stress over this particular thing and now he's just going to start sinking himself over all the stuff where he's trying to repeal Obamacare again where he's like there's another uh, caravan coming over the border and I'm going to close the Mexican border if Mexico doesn't stop him and all this fucking other st- it's like all of these other things now he can implode on individually Mm. again giving us the buffet of crazy that he is so famous for laying out in front of us as far as the news media is i also particularly liked the uh, feud this is a short uh, the short and sweet feud he got into with kellyanne conway's husband um that was that that was that was definitely a chuckle for me because he (laughs) because uh what's his name george conway he's uh his uh was very short and sweet that uh you're just nuts all right everybody it is a one minute to red light so i'm gonna thank everybody for tuning in this is a freebie because it's the fifth uh sunday of the month lovely so uh, if you're listening live actually it doesn't actually actually uh if you're listening just the podcast version of this you should just go to patreon patreon.com slash echoplex it'll be in the feed uh it'll be uh free Usually, uh, the people that pay $5 a month on uh, Patreon get the full show, including all of the mistakes that, because I'll edit out really, really bad mistakes, uh, but you get the, the whole capture off of IceCast, and uh, the show like sort of relies on our sponsors. Okay, it like mostly relies on our little army of sycophants and trolls to feed my <laughs> ego, but it also relies on our sponsors, so go to patreon.com slash echoplex and support the show. Um, the phone lines are going to open back up. That phone number is 415-903-PLEX. That's 415-903-7539. Discord voice chat is always open during red light. That's uh, discord.me slash echoplex. Uh, just join that echoplex live voice chat. Um, we're going to close this show out. Does anybody have a song that they absolutely must hear? Something long because I want to go pee and smoke a cigarette. I don't know. Maybe like the nine-minute version of Chocolate by uh, <laughs> we'll be back Kenny Thomas and the Southern Easter. Baptists. <laughs> All right, so check this out. I don't know. Um, I don't Chocolate. Know, I don't know if uh, Pete Buttigieg is going to be out of the... Um, Boot Edge Edge. Listen, I don't know if Pete Buttigieg is going to be out of the uh, Democratic primary or not by the time this song is over, but this <laughs> is the extended remix of Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptist Chocolate. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We'll see you on the flip side. Everybody, uh, join us for Red Light. Uh, go to Facebook Live if you're listening live right now, or go to Facebook and go to echoplexmedia.com. I think we're... Oh, you're already listening to us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to Facebook. You'll be able to see the clips as well as hear them, and that's going to be a little bit important uh, for those of you trying to uh, view and listen for comprehension. 